so I could piss on your campfire. Well, look at that. You can see my dick from here. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Hey, Rebels. We're doing another episode of the Counter Cool Podcast, and we have an awesome special guest tonight coming all the way from Ireland. Uh, Jace. Or I'm sorry, JC, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. Fucking awesome. I am awesome. Uh, we're call, They're calling for, I think, like four inches of snow tonight, and I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, it's. Uh, we're supposed to be getting storms all this week over in my area. And, uh, yeah, we've been getting over four inches the last, well, let's make it probably a total of 12 inches in the last three days. So four inches every day. You've been getting junior yeah. high banged every day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's All great. Getting is a frost warning. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm not even going there. Oh uh, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Uh yeah. So we've got an awesome guest. Jace, you have uh, you've been you've been hanging out with us in the discord for what a couple months now not even it's been maybe six weeks well you are an I awesome special kind of person because you've listened to the whole backlog already so <laughs> yeah i binged the show in less than two weeks i caught up to where you guys were and and uh well that's that awesome after binging ai and yeah, yeah. kind of podcasts are like I just go full on and catch up as much as I possibly can. And if you keep my attention, which is not the easiest thing to do, I will listen to the entire backlog in very little time. Well, then that's probably why you like our shit because nothing keeps my attention. I'm all over the place. <laughs> like I'm I'm literally the epitome of ADD squirrel. I mean, just fucking everywhere. Yeah, no, it's perfectly. <laughs> Well, and the funny thing is, really, if you think about it, Jace, like a lot of the stuff that we talk about, like the, you know, every, the rabbit holes, they, once you get underground so far, they all, they all merge somewhere. It's like a fucking elaborate tunnel system. So you really could be off a topic and still in the same system. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then if you it's need something to bridge the topics, all you have to do is say CIA because they're involved in all of them. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you uh, listened to all of our episodes so far. I yeah, mean, that's I, awesome. I, I was actually listening to our uh, 
very first episode last night before we started recording. And I'm like, holy shit, this is awkward as hell. <laughs> oh, it was terrible, but it was brilliant and it's terribleness. Like it, it was it it, it was certainly raw. Perhaps because, came, perhaps because I started listening immediately after finishing Appalachian Intelligence, it was like like an offshoot of the same community. So it fit perfectly listening to those two back to back. Like Yeah. It just fit especially now that they're doing the powwows yes. which is why i started listening to you guys in the first place because ryan was like hey outlaw how's the podcast going and i was like oh my gosh this is my last episode of ai what am i going to do with my life I have to <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> and that's actually how uh we got to give some credit to the ai boys we uh, uh that's actually how our podcast came to be as we actually dick and i actually met on uh on the powwow so yeah oh we give them too much credit i'm gonna start sending them a bill uh, <laughs> no i love those guys man they're great dudes really they uh they're always fun i i'm not on i don't do the powwows anymore and it's really nothing against them i love their show still listen to it uh religiously and uh it, you know uh i just i'm to the point now where i'm working you know i work two jobs and we try to we're trying to do so much with the countercult brand right now. So, um, and then, uh, you know, I'm looking at like, we're going to have to do, we're looking at, at becoming an LLC. We're trying to, uh, we're actually running. You're going well, we're trying, <laughs> uh, you know, we, uh, we, we're just trying what, well, and that's not anything that they haven't done. You know, uh, that, that the AI guys did it, uh, Hollis guy did it and it kind of just, uh, it'll, uh, it'll help in, in some of the, the future endeavors that we're looking toward, uh, right now, like, um, like this year we plan on, you know, we're, we've set a goal for ourselves. And if we reach that goal, um, then if we reach the goal, then we are talking about going ahead and taking off with a counter clothing brand. Um, that sits a little separate, but still within the same, uh, ideological, uh, and moral values as what we, you know, what we display on the show. Um, yeah. but just, you know, shit for people to, to, to show that they are against the narrative, uh, you know, uh, that they're not, they're not stupid. Um, I think a lot of us, uh, especially, especially when you talk about paranormal or anything, we've always had conspiracy theories. We talked about this last night, you know, to, to say, you say conspiracy, you know, when say, if you're talking about anything that's going on and it is a conspiracy, uh, the government through propaganda over the years has made it to where, um, anything that any truth that they don't want out that's being spoken, they say, oh, what's, well, you know, it's conspiracy theorists and, and that, and, and the term itself has become a derogatory um it's such a taboo and it's such yes. a nasty like label to try to put on someone but i've noticed recently a lot of people who would be put in that camp are like fuck yeah i'm a conspiracy theorist oh yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we were you look into? <laughs> yeah like, how can yes. you not be 
Yes. Well, and if you aren't, you're you're a fucking current thing narrative uh, cuck, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, and that's just that. I mean, it's true. Like, and I say that because they'll sit back and watch as they are literally being fucked, uh, and and don't say anything, and they don't say anything about it. We've talked. Uh, we've talked the past couple of nights about uh, how awesome it is that these farmers in France and Germany and uh, the Netherlands are are really uh, paving the way for an awesome movement uh, within that. Absolutely. But yeah, like so, like what I was saying, you know, they they've put uh, negative stigma on even being a conspiracy theorist. And really, if you break down the term conspiracy theorist, conspiracy. Uh, it just means, I mean, my first degree is in administration of justice. I can tell you for a fact, by law, conspiracy means when two people want more than one person come up with an idea to the, the either could be criminal or to be hidden from another certain group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you're just calling it like it is. And a theory is a theorist is, uh, you know, a, a personal form of theory which is, you know, what, and, and I, to be honest with you, when you look at all the conspiracy theories, even the fucking ludicrous ones are, they, they are formed from a kernel of truth. You know, we were talking about that the other night too. Like the, does the, that include uh, the, does that include the gay frogs? Yeah. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're fucking turning the frogs gay. Um, I love that guy. Uh, but I, I love the one I had, I had it on one of our, um, I had it on one of our intros. He's like, it's like, not, not, I'm here to date your six year old. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, even the most ludicrous of some of the conspiracy theories, like Q, you know, uh, turns around two months ago, you know, and uh, I mean, Q was literally made fun of anybody that had anything to do with it. And their biggest yeah. thing was Pizzagate. And then here, here two months ago, the guy that the so-called journalist that made his virgin voyage as a journalist uh, claiming to have debunked the Pizzagate turns out to be not only to be friends of the Podestas and the Clintons, but also uh, a couple months back gets arrested for uh, indecent liberties with minors, toddlers. Yeah. And fucking child pornography. So really. No, no. I mean, we were just waiting to chalk that one up to the win on the win side. (laughs) Of course he was. So, like, that's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that just that's just another tally mark on the win side for us. But, uh, you know, when we set out to do the podcast originally, it was uh, it was to be conspiracy and paranormal, but really to um, establish the bridge between the two. which can easily be done really um a lot of the things yeah i mean and a lot of the things i'm sure you're about to talk about you know these um when you talk about uh different realms fairies if and if if that sounds ludicrous to some of you that are listening look it up there are government programs that have researched these things yes um and half of them you can't fucking even follow the tracks they go from uh, being a project with uh one branch of the military to a project with another branch of the military to to being handed off to the dod uh as uh you know through another name um to being handed off to the cia through another name fbi and it goes on and on and on with these three-letter cocksuckers um 
you know, you got Looking Glass, Montauk, all these, uh, Blue Beam, you know. Uh, so these are. Or how about this? What they've done with the what is it, the SEC and frequency and how they've changed the frequency of our music, the frequency yes. of our phones, the frequency of our TVs, the frequency of the radio. You're only allowed to tap into certain frequencies. You can't go beyond those frequencies. Those frequencies keep us in an angry, depressed, chaotic state where we're, right. our bodies are disintegrating essentially. Whereas we could switch all those frequencies and we would be in a perpetual state of healing and everybody would get along and it would be fucking utopia. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Well, and don't you think, I mean, I and go. there's even soft disclosure to, uh, to back up what you're talking about. Look at movies like the Kingsman. Um, yeah. I mean, literally it's, it's a frequency that they're using to divide people. And the funny thing is, is there are very few frequencies that have the, you know, that are even tolerable to our ears that have a negative effect on us. And they have pinpointed those and used those as a standard, like 440 megahertz with our music, uh, which mm -hmm. with our standard tunings. Um, yeah. Well, not actually, only that, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I mean, no, go ahead. No, I was go just going to say, well, it's not just the frequencies as well. It's the uh, calendar system as well. Um, Gregorian and uh, Julian calendar are complete shit, basically, as far as, uh, is fucks up so many cycles and so many yes. things. It's not in 12 months. It should be 13 months. It should be a lunar calendar. All exactly. The days of the month would all be even. We wouldn't have this fucking leap year bullshit. Like, yeah. It, it, we would actually be on a cyclical cycle that goes along with the cycles of nature and the cycles of the stars and the cycles of the planet. And we would be in tune with all of those things instead of fighting with it and causing absolute chaos within the human body. No, I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. I go back to this a lot, JC. Uh, it, it, we actually talked about it in their, you know, their, their, their big plan in the, um, the secret covenant episode. Um, now I'm not saying the secret covenant is real. I don't know. I wasn't there to see it. Um, I, I wasn't there to see Rockefeller recited or uh, Madonna or any of these uh, any of these sick fuckers that subscribe to that type of shit. But uh, if it is real, it explains everything, including what you were just talking about, um, all the way through to the pharmaceutical companies uh, yep. making customers not cures. You know, um, yep. uh, slowly killing people, um, not killing them instantly because there's no money in that. But when you can turn around and you can make them just sick enough to keep them in the system, um, you know, you're, you're making, you're making a lot of money off of that person treating them for mm -hmm. an extended period of time. And then, you know, ultimately death, and then all the bills that they have, you know, after that, that are put on a family, they have to take the insurance money and pay it. You know, I mean, it's, yep. it's a, a fucking it's i'll add another layer to it for you you ready for this layer this is this is not something that is a very popular opinion even in our community of fuck the government individuals naturopathy herbalism uh not allopathic medicine but the other one 
anyways, all of these holistic chiropractors, all the holistic range, you're still keeping the patient, the person that is dealing with sickness or illness or dis-ease or whatever it is, you're still keeping that person dependent upon another power for their healing. Oh, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Our own personal responsibility for our own selves and our own healing and our own bullshit and our own stuff and going, okay, I have this hurt condition. Maybe I should look at what's going on in my life that could be causing my heart to be acting up and doing all these things that it's not supposed to be doing. Good God, I wouldn't know oh. where to start. <laughs> we can start we can start with the cocaine or we can start with the fucking fats and the <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's great. It's really it really boils down to a mentality of you either are looking for somebody else to help you and somebody else to save you and somebody else to do the work for you. Yes. Or you're gonna go, you know what? I'm gonna do this shit by myself. I'm gonna do this myself. I need to do it myself. And that requires a deep dive, not only in what's going on with you physically and your nutrition and stuff like that, because that is important. We are physical beings. We have to have nutrition. But we're also spiritual beings. We're also vibrational beings. We're also light beings. We need the sun. We need the moon. We need spiritual balance. We need to deal with our emotions. We, we should have had her on last night. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah, got to we... have balance in all these different places. And if one of them is even slightly skewed, the entire system tips. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah you're right. Uh, it's a balancing act. System. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, it is a balancing act. I mean, well, it's just like just as much as you need exercise, you need good sleep. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. just as just as much you need good sleep, you need good food. I mean, you have, you know, um, you need certain supplements, vitamins, things that you're not getting that you should be getting if you were out doing the things that the human being was, you know, constructed to do. Um, and at the time of day really that they were constructed to do. And take a bunch of mushrooms and let the mycelium talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best things I uh, started doing was microdosing. That's been a, Big time, uh, life changer. Absolutely. Yeah, I Absolutely. Um, I macro dose everything. Uh, so <laughs> I don't I don't I don't do the micro. I go for the I go for the full money. We uh, go big or go home. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was funny last night. I got off the off the podcast and ate two gummies. I was like, well, fuck. I got this. I eat, you know I work at a cannabis uh, a cannabis share store on the on the weekends and um uh so i i I take the two gummies i'm like well i better go ahead and kick start it you know because they won't be they won't kick in for a couple hours and i want to go to bed now so so uh, i went ahead and i I smoked this big bud that i've been eyeballing all day and ended up buying and brought it home and lizard and i just absolutely blitz you know so i go to bed dude i went to bed at like i thought probably two o'clock and i didn't wake up till two o'clock this evening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but hey good night <laughs> it is certainly gives me some good rest that's for sure uh but you're you, you know you're right we uh that was i was telling outlaw just now was like we 
uh, that was a conversation for last night. We had, we did, we went ahead and recorded Raw our next installment of Raw and Friends last night. And we were, we had a, a pretty lengthy conversation with Chucky D about uh, light beings and the the uh, the light that each cell emits, and um, you know the importance of the sun, uh, mm-hmm. the fact that you know. Um, I spoke to the fact that we were, you know, we're diurnal being, beings. We need the sun, just like a, just like my pet, uh, my son's pet, uh, bearded dragon. If he doesn't get the UVA and UVB he needs, he can't. Uh, he, he doesn't have the vitamin D to digest his food. Yep. Um, and we're we're the same way. And the funny thing is, is uh, that I got to thinking about it, and that that bearded dragon just as much as he depends on us to make sure he gets everything he needs because he's not in the wild, that's exactly what they're doing to us. Yeah, 100%. Putting us in a cage. They want us to stay in our houses. They give us the bread and circuses, the TVs, the phones, the, uh, you know, they want to know where we're at at all times. Uh, mm-hmm. We're always on a GPS, some kind of location uh, tracking device, whether it be our phone or, um, or, or, you know, your smart, your smart TVs, if you're in, in range of any Wi-Fi, they say now that Wi-Fi can, can identify where you're physically at. Yes. Um, or your signals. Car, if you have any kind of computer chip in your car and it's not good old fashioned mechanics. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Lizard and I are going to get into that too here, here soon. We're, we're, uh, I've got so many, so many irons in the fire. We are, um, we're going to start, of course, we're going to start growing the, the meat rabbits, but we're going to, we're also going to do our own, build our own garage out here and try to, uh, try to build, uh, some old, really mechanical engines, you know, nothing where there's no technology involved. Uh, well, it is technology, but it's not computer tech. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, more, yes, more, more mechanical engineering than than uh yeah. than, than technological <laughs> technically a rock can be technology <laughs> not wrong there you can certainly make a weapon out of it that's for sure uh mm-hmm. we- weaponry yeah. you know that's another thing um i'm i'm a machinist now by trade you know those are things that we were talking about that last night as well you know things that people things that people could do you don't have to have a lot of money to prep for the you know, when the shit hits the fan, but if you don't have a lot of money, you should at least arm yourself with knowledge on how to create the living environment you need to sustain yourself and your family. If you don't have the means to start prepping now, you know, um, what's it take to go out and get dandelion roots? Um, you can, you can afford, you know, pounds of salt. They're like 98 cents, you know, with salt, you can preserve your foods. You can, uh, tan your, you know, you have to use salts to dry your hides. It's part of the tanning process. Um, salts are going to be, you know, that's something to be invaluable and it's cheap. Or go further. If you live near the coastline, harvest your own salts. There's more minerals that you need for your body from sea salt than there is from landlock salt. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can still use landlock salt, but there's more, there's like 82 minerals uh in sea salt versus himalayan salt has 78 i think and then it gets lower and lower with the different kinds of salt 
Yeah. But yeah, harvesting that... your own salt is really easy. Go to the ocean, grab a bucket of water, put it in a shallow dish. You can burn also cook it. Burn it, off the water. Put it in a shallow dish, let the sun evaporate the water. You have salt. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, wounds seem to heal a lot faster if you're if if you're in uh, you know you're out playing in salt water and shit. I noticed that too as a kid. Um, yeah. So now, so now, where you're from here, right? You you're originally from America, California, California. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but I was born in Nevada, but we moved to California when I was five, so I stay in California. But really, I'm a Nevada girl. Oh, okay. I I just happened to have most of my childhood in california but my heart yeah. is in nevada <laughs> we've got i'm joking i was just joking we've got friends in cali too we've got uh one There's one is near and dear california. jj you don't have uh, to apologize <laughs> yeah. yeah jj's out there we love jj and i've actually got a guy that uh that i sold a gun to on on one of these uh one of the uh, uh gun broker site you know uh and he keeps in touch with me and he calls me about their bullshit laws all the time he's so uh i keep up with a couple people California out there not a nice place. no well california is just beautiful not nice land. to itself yes it is beautiful absolutely i've been there a few times um long beach richmond um even up in sonoma one time so uh mm. yeah really really beautiful place uh just a bunch of shitty people that live there uh not all of them i mean not i, I don't mean that by any you know by any means it's really I, I just, just yeah, Once that's the same way here. Into the small towns, you're looking at rednecks. You're looking at, at good old boys. You're looking at, you know, country folk. You're looking at, yeah, there's there's a lot of money, sure, but you're looking at people who just want to make a living, support their families, and not be bothered. Exactly. And I mean, that's everybody. I don't. I honestly, to be honest with you, JC, I don't even think that. Because if you look at Virginia, we're the same way. Mm-hmm. We um, tend to vote Democrat, or the ten, or we'll just say the Democrats tend to win here. And the funny thing is, That's is if you look at the map, if you look at the map in red and blue, which I'm neither, I'm I'm I, I'm a hundred percent down the middle constitutionalist. I I'm not going to put any label on what I am. It, it, it would be close to libertarian. I'm constitutionalist, um, and that is I think that we should live legally by the constitution and nothing else as long as i'm not doing anything to affect yours or anybody around someone else other than me as long as i'm not doing anything to affect their safety or their rights it should not be illegal um but that being said like i said the the democrats tend to win here and if you look at the map it's literally just a couple specks of blue where the cities are and i don't even think it's the people i really don't think there's a different mentality in those people or in the majority of those people, there's obviously some, cause there's still some dumbasses here that still put up the, we have one guy here. I joke about all the time that fucking paints uh, my body, my choice on his fucking garage. I'm like, dude, it doesn't even fucking apply to you. Uh, but whatever, whatever. I mean, I guess you can breastfeed too. Fucking lunatic. You might identify as a womb bearing person. Well, he should identify as a fucking dumbass, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously like uh 
they're all in that same area up there too it's one street but uh, but anyways so I, I really don't think that that it's a, a huge difference in mentality i think it's easier for i i think it's easier for paid interests to pull off a hoax in a big city than it is to do it in a small town because i can tell you right now like around here we I mean, if some shit like that happened, which we haven't had, bad, we don't really have bad uh, candidates around here for the most part uh, for any type of political or uh, elected seat um, as far as the local level. But if some bullshit did take place, there would be enough people to call it out that they would they, they would know from the start not to even try that shit. Whereas in a big city, you have a lot more cover. Um, you know, you have statistical evidence to say that well maybe hispanics are voting this way or um or maybe uh the black community is voting this way and that's just another way not only to say well uh yeah it was fair this is how the there was 80 percent of the hispanic and and 65 percent of the black community voted this way well nobody's going to dispute that because nobody wants to call it out no, we're already uncomfortable enough as it is talking to each other because we're they've programmed us to try to hate each other on such a, well, a huge level oh yeah, yeah yeah i don't even give a fuck if i say something to offend somebody please don't think it's just because you're race i hate everybody the same um yeah yeah i have no I, it, I have no preference uh if you're a white moron if you're a, a black moron uh fucking uh hindu moron a muslim moron it doesn't matter what type of moron you are you're a fucking moron if you're a good person it doesn't the same you know if you're a smart person intelligent person and and i'm not saying you have to know all the things that we have researched or woken up and 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 started to realize but you have to want to think for yourself that's that's what i respect no i agree man common sense goes a long way yeah yeah you have to at least want to think for yourself and understand that right now in this 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 time the period that we're going through we are being royally fucked uh and shit needs to change that's why i was talking about having so much respect for those uh those uh farmers um over in france and germany and the netherlands uh because if people don't stand up uh you can say you're the silent majority for you know until your lips turn blue but at the end of the day uh you have to pick some point to start doing something about the corrupt shit or it's just going to continue. If yep. there are no re repercussions, take a child, for instance, you know, uh, a child is, if a child finds pleasure in misbehaving, uh, if you don't fucking take a paddle that ass, they're going to continue to, uh, to break the rules. Or, or even if you're not into to that type of stuff, you don't set, uh, if you don't set their ideology, yeah. If if you don't say these, there's consequences for everything you do. Then they're going to continue to do whatever pleasures them. Um, same with the for elites. Me it really boils down to if an individual, <clears throat> excuse me, if an individual is not willing to start, and you can be at the very beginning of this journey because it's a very long journey, but if an individual is not willing to take personal responsibility for every aspect of their lives, 
I have love for you. I have compassion for you. I have absolutely no time for you. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Right. You, that's fine. You stay over there. Well put. <laughs> I have yeah. no time for it. Yeah. Yeah. You be you all you want to. Just don't waste my fucking time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were joking last night about the people. So this guy takes a, this guy takes a, uh, you know, a cell phone or whatever. He goes out into the streets in Washington somewhere. I, I'm wanting to say it was either Seattle or somewhere in Oregon. I can't remember which one, but uh, he's telling these liberals he's along that they're walking along the street and he's telling them, did you hear about Joe Rogan? He's going to Africa and killing all these triceratops. And they're like, that's horrible. That's horrible. He should not be able to do that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I... It hurts my head so much because there's not even any proof that they ever existed. (laughs) (laughs) No, these, these people fucking believe it. I mean, it just, it blows my mind. Like that, it blows my mind. I wonder what would happen if somebody did that, but replaced Triceratops with a cryptid. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that Joe Rogan's out here fucking killing Wendigos and Bigfoot? (laughs) Yeah, he skinned a dog man just last week. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, he showed everybody how to field dress a dog man last week. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great. I mean, yeah, man. I'm tempted to go to Salt Lake City, and that's one of the most liberal cities here in Utah. And I'm just tempted to do some shit like that. Go up with a oh, cell phone and record people. <laughs> hey, did you hear Ro- <laughs> and they're so liberal in these cities yeah. anymore. It doesn't matter what you do. It's like there's no these people are shitting on sidewalks. I mean, fuck, you walk down the street with your dick out. They, I mean, they do not care. It's like whatever, just do your thing. Uh, and because there's no cause and effect, and there's no personal responsibility, and there's no holding accountable exactly. for the actions that you do. Yeah. And it's, my political views really lean quite heavily towards anarchists. I do not see the point of Good government. I do not see the point of a governing body. I do not see the point of idealistic borders. I humans automatically group to their kin. That that's a natural thing that we do. I don't see the point of having some dumb fuck in a suit somewhere in a big fancy building with a whole bunch of armed guards making yeah. decisions for us that really have absolutely nothing to do with us. Yeah, or them. Why does it have to be 50 miles away, 100 miles away, 1,500 miles away? Yeah. We could do that right here. Yeah, we can we figure out what's good for our flock right here on our own. Grade. Yes. Yeah. Amen. That is awesome. Yes. Uh, you're right. We can figure out what to do here. We can figure out what works for us. You figure out what works for you. You, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. Leave us the fuck alone. Uh, we, yeah, we talk about the three letter agencies all the time. I think they're fucking useless. Uh, I think every one that they, that they enact is, or, or that they erect is another fucking, uh, is another blemish on our constitutional rights. Uh, and they're 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 working very hard to take away the first and second amendment and the fourth amendment and the sixth eighth and fourteenth amendment um but you know so far we've stayed fairly intact um 
but you know, you never know what what's going to happen or I, what they're going to make happen tomorrow to uh, yeah. to change the minds of of and that's how they do it. I mean, you've got you got all these mass shootings. Uh, it they're literally just political talking points. That's all they are. They're out that day. the The Democrats are out that day until their lips are blue, fucking telling us how we don't need our guns. And you guys remember the San Bernardino shooting? Yes. Yes. So when that first, the very beginning of that whole situation, I heard it on the radio. I was on my way home, got to my parents' house, turned on the news on my dad's obnoxiously large TV, and I stood. I didn't sit on the couch. I didn't sit in a chair. I stood in front of the TV so that I could get really close and look at the different footage and the different images and the different stuff. And I literally watched that all day long. And it went from a group of tactical armed men to yeah. a Middle Eastern couple, to a young Middle a man Eastern and a woman. couple. A man mm -hmm. and a woman, young, early 20s, kids. Yeah. Yep. Like, how, how does a human body morph from six grown, tactically trained, with military-level weaponry men to two tiny little Muslims? Yeah. Two pissed off folks with guns and a, and a, and a bad attitude going in and shooting up their workplace. Uh, no. it, yeah, you're absolutely right. And they, these, you know, they, they, they use these key words to trigger certain feelings with people. I mean, uh -huh. you hear the word mass shooting and automatically it's dread in your head, but no matter why it's, you know, it fills you with dread, whether it's, Oh God, here they go. They're coming for our shit or, or all those poor people are, you know, they're all, you know, uh, God forbid those children, you know, and, and I, all of them very um, understandable, but they know this. That's why they use those keywords. It's tactical uh, extremists, terrorists. They use these words to, okay. Uh, you know, you couldn't see, uh, uh, you know, one of my best friends is a Muslim. You could not see a Muslim here in America from 2001 on without thinking, Oh shit, am I going to blow up? Uh, you know, uh, better stay away from the seven 11. Yeah. And that uh, emotional response comes from emotional imbalance and propaganda. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have your emotions, right. If you don't have your shit figured out, if you don't know what each emotion and what it feels like within your body and and what it's telling you and how to properly address that within yourself which goes into the journey of taking self-responsibility you have to go in you have to figure out how your body reacts to all these different things you can get sideswiped and now you believe there's a terrorist around every corner exactly yes emotional well-being yeah yeah no you're absolutely right um so i've rambled enough but tell us tell us about some of the um the uh the crazy stories that you have you've got some you've got some pretty awesome paranormal stories i'm i'm under the impression you've been talking to the boys haven't you 
<laughs> no, actually, I haven't. I just take, I just, I just take good guesses. No, I, I think you and I have talked about it, if I'm not mistaken. We have a bit, but you came out of left field with. I hear you have stories. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I do that. I do that a lot. I, I come back. That's my ADD. I'm like, it comes and goes. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. We all have a bit of that. Um, yeah, I do have a bit of stories. I, uh, I have a Bruno story, which you will hear on Appalachian Intelligence. Uh, well, let me ask you something. What got you into it? Like, what at what point? At what point did you realize that these, that, you know, that. That there's something more than what we can see, touch, feel, and taste. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for finishing um, that for me. Cause I would have, I would struggle for that. <laughs> so. I have. There are these abilities that any human can tap into and any human can can develop for themselves. It's a, an extension of uh, your senses. I like where this is going on. One already. that everybody is probably familiar with would be clairvoyancy, to be clairvoyant. Yes. Mm -hmm. The word clair means clear. So clairvoyant is clear seeing. There's clear, clear hearing, clear smelling, clear tasting, clear feeling, clear knowing. It's an extension of your senses. I have a few of those and from a very young age, I just kind of, oh, I have this feeling or, oh, I just know this thing or what was that shadow that shouldn't have been there, you know? Did you have a feeling early on happen. that it's like, that, that? did you have a feeling like early on in childhood like, or at least young adulthood that where you're like, okay, things really are not what we are taught that they are? Young, young, young childhood, earliest oh, memories that I have. I also have this thing with my vision, which apparently there is more than just me that have this, but it's not particularly common. Uh, you know those paintings that are made up of all the tiny little dots? And when yes. you write up on it, it's just little dots. But when you look back, it's like a Victorian picture of fancy women at the lake or whatever. Yeah. My vision, it's, it's, it's like there's a film of dots in front of everything. And those dots move. And when there's things like, say I'm walking down the street and a big car comes flying by, I know it before I hear it because the dots start going. Or if there's somebody that I'm familiar with and they're, you know, just out of sight, but they're about to turn the corner, I know that some something's coming, someone's coming because the dots like they alert me they're <sighs> did you ever feel like at one point before you really understood it that you're like fuck i'm crazy i mean you know i, I, I spent that. weeks after seeing the ufo thinking that i was <laughs> i still think that sometimes i'm just like i'm a fucking lunatic i i should not be on the streets <laughs> the funny the funny no i don't think that at all the funny the reason i asked the funny thing is, is is there are a lot of people in our community that are like that that talk like you're talking about and yeah you guys are the most normal fucking people with that are morally centered uh you know good character and the, you know you guys are like uh, there are a lot of us in in the community yeah. like that um and 
I, no, I'm not. I, I'm not one. I can't see. Come. Say what? You go on these journeys and you discover that, okay, there's something different going on here. There's something weird going on here. There's something that's like nobody is talking about. And when I ask my parents, they just say, oh, you're fine. You're imagining things. Go to bed. When you have that happening and you go through these experiences of something weirds going on, you start to learn to trust your intuition. You start to learn to trust yourself. You start to it's it's a game of okay if I do this what happens okay that happens so that's the response to to this thing you start to figure it out you start to dissect it and become a master of whatever it is that's going on if you don't you end up going insane and feel for those people but you should have fucking listened to whatever it was that was trying to talk to you because yeah you really should yeah so and i didn't mean to cut you off you can go back to to seeing you know where you're talking yeah. about seeing dots the re I, I just i had to ask that while i had it on my mind because you know you would hear now me especially before before i got into this this wonderful community and had the you know crazy experience and all that and well it was just uh that was the first of many that i've had since but uh it was funny that it just waited until i was 35 years old to present itself i didn't believe in shit i would i would have called you before you would believe it yeah i would have called you a lunatic no offense i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't have known any better you know Uh, and now now in this community the reason i ask that is because i see that not only are these people seeing this stuff you know they've experienced some of the same things i've experienced spiritually uh paranormally supernaturally whatever but they're also very tuned in alert intelligent and morally uh sound people and it's like it's impossible not to be yeah it's impossible not to when you see one it's impossible not to see the rest of it you get so far at least very soon afterward yeah yeah you when you get to a certain point in a journey like diving into spirituality or the paranormal or conspiracy theories or any of those things, you get to a certain point and it goes beyond once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee the rest of it. It all just like, there's no way to deny one aspect versus believing all of it. Yeah. You just, yeah, you're right and i don't anymore if i hear something i don't deny it i don't i, I would never just be like oh, this person's full of shit uh i mean don't get me wrong I, you know my first degree was in administration of justice i spent years in the criminal justice system i usually can spot a liar when i see one but that being said when you know, uh, long after i'd gotten out of the field is when this when the initial when i saw the the triangle which was the beginning of a a lot of things that I've seen since, including entities, yeah. shadow people. I mean, just it's like 2020 was just fucking nuts for me. It, COVID excluded, uh, let alone yeah. you know the the pandemic. But um, it just it it blew my mind after after that. You know, nothing is what I knew it was. 
I'm not saying what I thought it was, what to me, I knew it was this, everything that we are, everything that surrounds us is a lot different than what we are programmed to think. 2020 also did something else for the earth as a whole. It stopped a lot of car traffic. It stopped a lot of air traffic. It stopped a lot of buses and trains and all of these machines that we rely on for transportation. It stopped a lot of manufacturing. Yes. It put us in a state pre-industrial revolution or at least smaller scale industrial revolution. Yes. Which means the infrasound and the vibrations of all of those machines and the frequencies from all of those things were no longer running 24-7 worldwide. So all of that background noise went away and that that distraction was now gone. So it was really easy for these other frequencies, these other vibrations, these other beings or creatures or things that have always been there. All of a sudden they're very visible because our bodies are tuned to search for something like your phone searching for Wi-Fi. We're searching for something all yes. the time because we're being bombarded. But now the things that we're used to are gone. Dude, that is one of the craziest explanations and makes total sense that I've ever heard. Like I, I've, I've not even thought about it in that light, uh, JC. So that's, that is an awesome, that's an awesome take. That's why we uh, saw a huge awakening in 2020. Agreed. Agreed. That is awesome though. I hadn't really thought I had you outlaw. I'd never really saw it in that light, but she's right. I mean, you know, there are a lot of things that stopped happening. No, I agree, man. And uh, one of the things I noticed, so uh, everybody knows I come yes. from a Christian ahead, background. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I noticed, even within Christian churches, is people actually started waking up from that as well. Not, okay, um, I'm not good. Uh, again, I identify as a Christian. I am Christian. But people actually started looking for answers themselves instead of. Um, looking you know, for answers from someone else. Exactly. They started uh, actually reading their Bibles instead of just listening to sermons or going to certain programs. They actually started looking for answers, like we were mentioning. And yeah. um, anyway, sorry about that side tangent. <laughs> Go ahead. It ties in, though, perfectly. People started seeing things that they never noticed before, and they started feeling things that they never noticed before. And there was all these frequencies and all these, like, infrasounds that you hear yes. from the machinery that we can't actually hear, but our bodies feel them. All of those things that are a distraction are now gone. Yes. So whatever you're trying to distract yourself with from those things is no longer necessary. And now all of a sudden your spirit and your mind and your heart and your body have a chance to go, oh, okay, wait a second. What's actually around me right now? Yeah. What's it, actually going on? It's really crazy. It reminds me, um, uh, I, you know, I'm a hunter. I'm sure you've heard me talk about that. Um, anytime you're in the woods and 
um, you know, the surroundings, you, you, you don't realize how much noise is actually there in the, the solace and the quietness of being in the woods and to, you, you hear another human or another apex predator come through the area and everything's like dead quiet. Yeah. Your senses, your, and I'm just small scale of what you're talking about. I can see it being absolutely the way you're talking about because your senses are extremely heightened at that point. Mm -hmm. Because your senses have to tune to not just whatever it is that you're hunting, but you tune to <clears throat> the breath of the trees and the connection of the mycelium underneath your feet and the absorption of the sun into the different plants and you're you're tuning into something that is so much more subtle but so much more pro profound than what you're normally used to hearing so when you hear something that is a normal sound that you wouldn't think twice about in your front lawn you're going whoa that was really loud what was that because it's so much bigger of an impact on you're, the vibration yeah. of the front you're absolutely right. It just like, um, it just, it just opens up, you know, it opens up your scent. Like I, you can, that's an eerie feeling too. And I really hadn't thought about it the way, you know, 2020, the way you explained it until, until you said that. And I'm thinking, you know, that's uh, very alike to being in the woods and everything going quiet. It's a, that's an eerie feeling. Um, because you don't you know, know what else is, is coming through. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You know what the best part is? That explanation that I just gave that that comparison about 2020, I've never thought about that until I just said it, and that's how my well, gifts work. Yeah, well, that's because you're a genius. Comes <laughs> <when it needs laughs> to. <laughs> All right, Maddie, so why can't I see you? There, there we go. go. What's up? What's up? Look I at that beautiful you. bastard. <laughs> you sexy bromosexual, you. <laughs> what is happening man oh not much sorry i i thought we were coming on at 10 30 that's my bad no it's cool man I, well you know uh, i took that for granted too because uh sorry jc we usually always uh we're recording at like 10 30 p so jc you know being from ireland she's it's uh it's three o'clock in the morning for her right now so sure. yeah <laughs> god bless her wonderful wonderful person uh but I don't want to keep you too long. So I want to go ahead and get back into what you were talking about, JC, about, uh, you know, you, so you started seeing this, you started realizing that something's different, you know, when you're a child, but where does it go from there? Did you have any big, like, um, you know, epiphanies or. Oh, I have epiphanies all the time, but the, the dots that I was talking about has really been a major player because they have this like sentient life about them. And they're not always super obvious. Sometimes they kind of fade into the background. And then other times when I guess when I need them, they're like, hey, we're still here. By the way, don't go down that path. Or, you know, go this way. It's really pretty. Or whatever it is that they're trying to tell me. Um, hey, don't take the purple acid. <laughs> <laughs> any one thing in my childhood in particular um I grew up for the most part in Pebble Beach and for the most part on my own exploring the forest and going through the different paths and 
trying to avoid the golf courses as much as I could because uh, the golf course workers didn't really like a small child running around their golf course <laughs> very much. Yeah, so um, tried to avoid those and just got lost in the woods a lot. Um, but when I hit my teenage years, things did start kind of escalating and perhaps one of the biggest things that happened, I was about 13, 12 or 13. And uh, we were in Texas because my sister was having her second child and it was hot as fuck. It was, it was August and it was like, we were, my mom and I were laying on the, sleeping on the air mattress and I was like dying. I was like, oh my God, please somebody turn the fucking furnace off. We're all going to roast. Like <laughs> it was so goddamn hot. And, mm. uh, <laughs> and I went into this dream state where I was very aware of myself first of all, and I don't lucid dream. I don't usually even remember my dreams, but this you didn't by any chance have a salad that contained any cactus in it. Did you? <laughs> I don't think so. I wasn't the most adventurous eater when I was a child. So I would say probably not. Um, there were scorpions. Maybe I got stung and I didn't know it. And the, the poison like tripped me out. I don't know. I see you, buddy. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um, You'll hear about that one here I, soon I, enough. I don't ever remember my dreams. I'm not a lucid dreamer. It's not one of my gifts. But this one dream, I was in like an industrial kind of area, like kind of up on a catwalk. And there was like shadow people, for lack of a better word, coming at me. And I knew that I had to run. I knew I had to get away. I knew I had to escape. I knew I had to figure out like, how do I get out of the stream? How do I wake up? How do I get away from this? Because if I don't get away from this, I'm, I feel like I'm going to die. Like I need to get away from this. So these three words, which I'm not going to say on a public forum, but these three words popped into my head and I ended up repeating them over and over and over and over and over again. And it got to the point where it actually woke me up and I was repeating those words. And those words have stuck with me since. Well, and you gotta tell us. I'm this is this is countercult. You can say whatever you want here. We I'm don't. not gonna say them because I don't want somebody who does not have the experience or or the proper training or the proper wherewithal in their own state to use them and get themselves in trouble. They're words of power. Oh. So I'm not gonna say them out loud uh, in a public forum. Um, but they've been something that I've always been able to lean on in times of trouble. If something was a little fishy or like I said, I spent a lot of time in the forest, including in the teenage years where we were smoking a lot of pot and doing a lot of cocaine and drinking a lot of alcohol and just all around teenage fuckery in the forest. It was always something that I could rely on. And... Sounds like a good time. Like, where where mean, the fuck was, was I? At? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We were dumb children, but it was fun. Um, but growing up in the area that I did, it's a very spiritually heavy place, and it's mm -hmm. a very spiritually dark place. 
And if your listeners go back and listen to the AI episode that I recorded this week with them, you'll hear one story from me and uh, that took place in Pebble Beach. And it's very, it's a dark, dark spiritual place. There's a lot of shit in there. There's a lot of entities in that area. There's a lot of just really heavy energy and, and some creepy shit. And being out in the woods in the middle of the night, not fully within your own proper brain space, you can easily get lost. You can easily get yourself in a spot that's a bit fishy. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, uh, I mean, you, it's like here. I mean, we're, I'm in the middle of the, of the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, so it's, I know exactly. I mean, and y'all have Dogman, which I didn't have to grow up with Dogman. Dogman was not a thing when I was growing up. Yeah. I didn't even hear about Dogman until the last couple years. Y'all have Dogman, and that entity fucking scares the shit out of me. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I, no Dogman experiences. Thank you. I hate to sound like a douchebag. I, I'm like, I'm like, fucking, uh, I'm like, uh, dude in the Predator. If it bleeds, we can kill it. But, uh, <laughs> And I, I, I'm never in the woods, not packing. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I, I, the woods can definitely be a dangerous place for, for a group of teenagers. That's for sure. Yeah. Not that we have any like apex predators in Pebble beach. I, the worst that you would come across is maybe a pack of raccoons, which can be dicey on themselves in themselves, but pack of raccoons against a pack of teenagers, like the raccoons are probably just going to fuck off. And well, y'all, y'all have y'all do have cougars out there, don't you? Mountain lions. Not so much in Pebble Beach. Oh, okay. You do in the hills. If you go into Carmel Valley, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, if you go more inland into the hillsides, then yeah, you you've got more mountain lions and cougars and stuff. But we're talking a forest right on the water. Yeah. There's there's really nothing in there. Um. Like did you happen to hear the latest uh the dogman episode we just did with kenneth yeah 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 so yeah he was uh in that one he mentioned uh, a pack of coyotes here close to us like pretty much between maddie and i uh the area and i took a look at the photos and i haven't got to uh release anything on discord yet but i'm actually probably going to record a little something to go with it um and highlight what i saw in that in those photos um but i will go ahead and spoil some of it um so i'm looking at these photos and one of the one of the coyotes um in the pictures has a huge huge i mean it's missing like almost a whole side um one of the things that I did not notice was a through hole, uh, which you would notice if it was something that, especially like an extreme hollow point or something that was first off, I've, I've hunted many calibers for many different years. I've taken many animals with many different calibers. I've never, ever seen damage like that. And one thing on this particular animal that I'm, that I'm talking about, there were a lot of them that had some really strange ones, but one of them, the one in question that's missing pretty much half a side, the blood 
is clotted in over most of the wound, which in, you know, I, I took a lot of investigation, crime scene investigation, stuff like that, administration of justice. And I can tell you, obviously, if there's clotting, that's a, that's a paramortem wound. That means it was inflicted before it died uh, or, or else it wouldn't have clotted. So whatever happened to this animal, which is not typical with a gunshot, because with a gunshot, usually there's so much shock to the internal organs, especially for a wound that would be like that, which once again, I've never even seen a bullet do that much damage. Um, yeah. uh, not a single bullet. Um, and to have been shot many times, I mean, this thing would have been dead long before it had, it had that much meat taken off of it. So this thing was actually after whatever inflicted this huge wound, um, which looks clawed all the shit, uh, whatever inf inflicted this wound, this animal lived for, uh, at least a minute or so after the, after it had taken place because there were blood clots forming all over the wound. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, fuck dog man. yeah, no. yeah. So I went, no. I told Kenneth about this here uh, just the other day. I, I, I got back in contact with Kenneth and told him about this, and it blew his mind. He's talking to, he's going to talk to one of the other guys, uh, in the dog man, the North American Dog Man Project, uh, about what he spoke to me about. Um, now I'm not an expert by any means, but I, I, I do think I qualify as at least, uh, at least beyond novice, I, I can tell you that from taking hundreds of animals that I've never seen any wounding like this. Um, I'm not saying that it was a dog man because I've never seen a dog man. I don't have any any proof. Um, but I am saying that whatever took that big chunk out of that that particular coyote and some of the wounds that I saw in the other pictures to the other coyotes are not typical wounds of a gunshot. Yeah. So whatever it was had to be big enough to do it and it had to do it in a pretty instantaneous manner for this thing not to be dead because once again even a bullet that wouldn't inflict anywhere near that much damage would kill the animal almost instantly because of the shock that it creates in the internal uh, cavity the organs there's just so yeah. much shock and force in that uh you know you, you think just a 223 just a 223 bullet, a common 223 bullet, regular AR platform, uh, usually shoots 556 to 223, 556. It's literally 223 thousandths of an inch that creates over 1,200 foot pounds of energy at the muzzle. So you can imagine that to that much energy dumped and released as the bullet opens in a cavity, the internal cavity. That's why most of those animals die instantaneously. Uh, you've seen, I'm sure you've seen deer dropped, you know, in hunting videos and stuff like that. That's why. That's why usually when you see them shot with a bow, a bow and arrow, the deer usually runs for 50 to 70 yards and you track it because there wasn't that much energy oh, behind that. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't that much energy behind it. Don't get me wrong. The arrow created one hell of a, of a uh, wound cavity. And the internal bleeding is how it dies in that it, when you're using a bow and arrow. Um, so, you know, you will have blood clotting in that scenario, uh, but you'll never see an arrow knock off a whole side of an animal. 
it just doesn't happen. It's so sharp. It goes through, it cuts the organs. They bleed it, it, it internally until and run maybe 50, 70 yards. Uh, these things were slaughtered by something. So Yeah, I, my son, he's 13. He likes to ask me, would you rather do this or rather, would you rather do that questions? Um, <laughs> yeah. They're probably my least favorite questions on the planet, but I play along for a while. <clears throat> and uh, he asked me a couple months ago, what's the one cryptid that you never want to meet? And immediately I was like, dog man, never want to <laughs> yeah. meet one. I have no curiosity. I have no desire. I have no, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't even care if I ever find out if they're real or not. No. <laughs> Yeah. don't want to encounter a dog man. <laughs> um, mine would probably be the rake. Uh, those are some freaky looking, uh, some freaky looking cryptids. I, I don't, you know, obviously don't know if that's something that actually exists or not, but I do see a lot of trail cam, uh, crazy videos, you know, or, or, yeah, the rake. It's like a humanoid, hairless, pale skin slender creature that runs usually oh, on, uh, yeah, bipedal and quadrupedal that. um yeah so yeah i'm sure you've probably seen some of them like on on trail cam videos on i don't know that any of them are real yeah. um not that i spend a whole lot of time looking at hunting and trail cam video stuff yeah because uh, I don't think I ever have, but, <laughs> yeah. but I do know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually, those are usually on paranormal videos. They're like, I'll check this trail cam footage out. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, a lot of those are so disappointing though, because you're like, yes, finally, like the, the intro picture is so cool. We're going to see something really like weird or bizarre. And then it's like a piece of dust floating around and like weird yeah. eyes trying to do something. Like, Come Click on. Bait. <laughs> yeah clickbait yeah i agree so all right so we've gotten into the to your to your younger adult have you what have you ever run into ever actually had any um uh one-on-one -on -one encounters with anything i've had many many encounters with a lot of things i've never had any encounters with something that you could say was physical yeah um never seen bigfoot i've never like i've i if you were to ask me if i could actually put hands on the things that i've seen no i've i've never been physically close enough or seen like i see you guys yeah. um but i've had a lot of encounters with fae or fairies uh i've had a lot of encounters with shadow people i've had a lot of encounters with um you know strong presences or that being that's right next to you that you know is right next to you but there's no visual evidence of it being there you just can feel that presence i've had tons of those um and i've also had weird experiences like <laughs> when i was in college uh a friend of mine and i were we were out and about. I don't know what we were doing. We were out late at night and we encountered this really strange like shadow person entity and 
we were both kind of freaked out. So we were like, all right, let's just go home. Um, it's, it's obviously time to not be out. We're going to go home now. So I get home and I get into my room and, and I could feel this presence standing outside of my window. <laughs> so, that. Yeah. And, and my attitude has always been, nope, you're not invited here. Get the fuck away from me right now. Out yeah. you go. Yes. That's, that's always been my attitude to any of these things has been, if, if you're threatening or I feel uncomfortable, I take that mama bear. Absolutely not. We're done. You go away now. Like, that's my stance. Um, Did you guys happen to hear any interference just now? I'm sorry to cut you off, JC. I certainly did. So just just keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, keep going, though. So, this, so you're feeling this entity outside your window. So I feel this entity outside my window. And I put my hand, you know, I close my eyes, take deep breaths, put my hands out. And, and just with just that inner feeling, I pushed against it. Immediately, my phone rings. And it's my friend. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you calling me? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he goes, I was checking on you. And you pushed me. And you literally pushed me off my feet into my couch. Damn. That's fucking nuts. So I've had a lot of experiences like that. Um, I've had a lot of encounters with tree spirits. I've had encounters with, with mushroom spirits, not on mushrooms, but just with. <laughs> I was going to say, I've had a lot of those encounters myself, but I, <laughs> mine are a little I've different. I've had a lot on mushrooms as well. It's definitely yeah. stronger when you take the mushrooms. Yeah. Way stronger. But I've had some some experiences without help um and tons and tons and tons of shadow cats there's my first cat i know the listeners won't be able to see this but i actually have the fur of my first cat oh dude lizards always talked about that yeah his name was mr miyagi he was my first baby uh he was hit by a car in 2017 I think it was and he checks in on me all the time I see him all the time and I he I can hear him too sometimes I'll hear the yeah but like we don't have a cat we have a cocker spaniel and we cursed ourselves by naming him Ragnar and he's a fucking dickhead but he's <laughs> he's a year old and we're getting there <laughs> so but uh yeah, I see shadow cats all the time. Um, Dogs are a great alarm system. <laughs> that's the, no, he's so useless. He barks at, at robins. Yeah. That is his alarm. <laughs> he barks at robins, and that's, that's all he does. <laughs> you could ride by my house um, and fart, and my dogs are on it. <laughs> oh, we're working on this training. You know, we're, we'll get there at some point. But, like, if the mailman comes and knocks on the door to give us a package he doesn't make a peep if the mailman <laughs> drops a letter through the door slot he freaks the fuck out 
Yeah. Um, um, no, that I mean, I've had a few with the shadow with the shadow people in the past year. Uh, never in my yeah. life until then. Um, once, uh, and actually, I shared this with uh, Bo Pete. Um, we, I was so I was leaving work because I leave at two fifteen a.m. in the morning, and one of the guys is a awesome. He's a good dude. He's a he's a friend of mine. Um, you know, in his in his mid forties, no nonsense. You know, no. Uh, he, of course, he's not in you know into the paranormal or anything. Um, as far as interest or anything. Um, not one to tell any, you know, bullshit stories, just jokes around and just, you know, normal, what you would consider normal everyday, you know, mid forties man talk, you know? And, uh, so he, he walks me out at night because he, he shuts all the doors, checks all the, all, you know, checks everything make sure all the lights are off in the plant. He, so he, he closes the door behind me. And I go on and I pull across the street and I always wait on him to come out and uh, lock the gate. You know, I stay there in case there's any problems or, or anything. Well, my, my little brother, he, he drives on around, he pulls up beside me this night because he works there too. And he's like, he's like, dude, did you hear about Mark's experience? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? And he's like, Mark, just shut your door when you was walking out. And he turns and as you're walking out the door, I'm facing the door to the left, you've got a bathroom. And we always keep the door open back there with a mirror that faces pretty much my workstation, which will be on your right. So he closes the door, looks in, looks into the bathroom and sees in a reflection of the mirror behind him over here where my machine would be. You know, he's looking to the left, the mirrors over here and he sees an old hag. Um, so, uh, to give a little backstory, the place I work, uh, it is, said that the union soldiers actually camped out there on that hill uh, whereas the confederate soldiers camped out on the hill adjacent to it during one of the battles uh in the civil war uh and there's a lot of people that talk about you know seeing shadow people and stuff there just joke they just joke around about it because they've seen a lot of it mark's never said anything and he's the one that told me this uh gentleman's name's mark uh, well, Coke, my brother told me this first, and then I, you know, obviously confirmed it with Mark. It wasn't long after that. I'm sitting there. This is daytime. This is like five o'clock PM in the daytime, uh, which and it was still daytime at the time. It was just it was early fall, uh, late summer, early fall. So it's still still light outside till like eight something, you know, at this time. Middle of the day, day shift had just taken off. And I, I look over and out of the corner of my eye, I see this hag rush me, like right, right up to behind where the trash can that sits beside me is. And she's like hunkered down and I could see she had like, um, like the denim style, um, period dress on like, like you would imagine, I guess some, somewhere around mid 1800s style, um, attire on and like the brownish gray hair, uh, just a haggard face. I mean, I just caught a glimpse of it, look back and then I obviously turned right back and she, you know, nothing there but I saw it plain as day. So, you know, I've seen, I've seen a lot of stuff like that over the past year. Uh, not that clear. Have you ever, but... have you ever cause 
so you see them and then and then you turn you turn back and you don't see them that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not there anymore yeah yeah have you ever asked her what she wants no no I don't care what that fuck that bitch. If 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 I ever contacted her, I'd kick her in a cunt. Uh she's scary looking. Um but uh you know it, it was just odd the you timing. Ever told her to fuck off? Yeah, no, I no, I've never told her to fuck off. I I really don't give a fuck what she wants. You, you, she wants to hang out there, clean up, do whatever the fuck she wants. I don't give a fuck if she's still plotting against the Confederate. Well, do do your thing, just stay away from me. I just but uh <laughs> But no, I haven't. I mean, it was really odd the timing. I've not seen her since, and neither has anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. But it was odd because that happened literally like a week and a half after Mark had seen it. Uh, and it was damn near exactly what he had explained. He saw, I went straight and asked him and told him yeah. what, you know, what I saw. Like, yeah, you're not going to fucking believe this, dude. And, and sure enough, you know, uh, I mean, he does believe it because he, you know, obviously he saw it himself. Um, yeah, but you know, to well, and you you could even say I'm not down to earth, nowhere near as down to earth as he is. If if you don't believe in paranormal, but um, uh, you know, uh, it was sure enough there. I mean, I saw it as plain as I'm looking at you guys. You know, uh, when I did see it, and you know, didn't like it. The second it happens, it doesn't register. Obviously, you know, and then you you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, whoa. What did I just see? Yeah. And, um, but it was a clear enough image that I could tell you. I even saw the, the, the tones of brown and gray in her hair. So, you know, yeah. Uh, brown to gray and white in the middle. Um, so it was, it was a vivid, vivid picture. So I do believe you. I believe everything you're saying. I, and I think that, I think, I think there's a lot that we don't see that is all around us oh yeah and i think there's a lot that we don't see that's always all around us so what's the most freakiest uh encounter that you've had the one with the guy outside your window or no i can't say that i was particularly scared at that point i was it was more like fuck off i want to go to bed Oh, I would have probably shit my pants scared if it was outside my window, but yeah, no, it, it was, it was more because I, I didn't feel threatened by it. most of the time. I'm, I don't feel threatened by these things. Um, like when I encounter the Fae, it's very much, hello, how are you? What's going on? Do you need to speak with me? Do you need something from me? Are are is there a particular reason why you're here and we're having an interaction? Are you just curious? Okay, you're curious. Cool. I'm gonna go about my business. Like, it's very friendly. Um, at least that my experiences with the Fae. I know that not everybody that has experienced them can say that, but all of my yeah. experiences with them have been very, very friendly. Um, with most of the shadow people and, and things that I've seen, even my experience with Bruno, that motherfucker came into my house and made mischief. And I was like, no, absolutely fucking not. Like, that was my reaction to him being here. And Justin's story scares the hell out of me. That is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. 
But have you ever had anything like that? The demonic, the demonic style. No, not really. Um, that's a fucking scary I mean, Justin score story. I mean, that's a fucking scary story. There's been plenty of things where you know, at the time, I was like, "Oh my god, it was a demon," but honestly, my reaction is not a visceral fear. My reaction is a, "You're not welcome here. Fuck yeah. off." And if you're not gonna fuck off, then we're gonna go toe to toe and. I'm not going to go down easy if you can even get the better on me, which I don't think you can. So fuck off. Like that's always been my attitude. Um, And for the record, I do believe in God. I'm not going to say that I'm a Christian because I'm not going to, but (laughs) (laughs) no, that's your fun. I do believe in a creator. I do believe in a higher power. And I also commune with other deities. I wouldn't say worship, but Sekhmet is one of my dear friends. So I have relationships with a lot of these cre- creatures or beings that I encounter. And, and I keep it at that. I, I would never say that I worship them or fear them or any of that thing um, or any of that sort. I, I see humans as an extension of the creator as I see all of these things as an extension of the creator. So. Agreed. Yeah. We've, really we've talked it. a few times and said, you know, that uh, Maddie and I've talked and said, you know, I mean, um, that even if you do, even if you are a Christian, you know, these, the Bible talks about all these, a lot of these uh, entities, a lot of these, yes. entities, uh, small G gods, things that, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, that the creator has not only obviously either made or he has either made them or he's allowed them to exist. Uh, yep. So, you know, and that, I think that's one of the major flaws of mainstream uh, Christianity is that you can't mention something supernatural, paranormal, or, you know, they automatically shut it down and a lot of that, that stuff doesn't say, well, if you don't believe in that, you might as well take that book and throw it away. Um, it's automatically a demon. It's automatically evil. You're automatically going to hell. Yeah. Now I'm and not saying. So, I believe totally that demons do exist, but you're right. No, yeah. I don't. I don't think that. Yeah, you can't say that every everything you see out of the corner of your eye is a demon or a, you know, um, you know. When I saw the triangle, the first thing I thought was, "Oh, that's not extraterrestrial." I felt like I was looking at a at a military uh, piece of machinery. Um, you know, thing was as big as a football field. And that's where your intuition is really, really, really important to be able to discern what it is that you're experiencing and go, okay, no, there's nothing there. I'm just freaking myself out or there's something going on. I can investigate or I can walk away because we do have free will in all these things. And if it's not a physical entity, you know, you don't have a, an eight foot Bigfoot that's literally breathing in your face. You can walk away at any point and you can tell, you can put your boundaries and go, nope, not today, Satan. We ain't dealing with this. Yeah. And be done with it. Yeah. Sometimes it's harder to do that than other times. I I get it with like the weird hauntings and stuff, but ultimately you can make that choice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, I've heard a lot of a lot of weird some of the weird hauntings and the uh, the demonic uh, encounters and stuff like that. Or I've heard some of them that are just really really freaky. Uh, I've mentioned the ball in one a few times. Um, yeah, he talks about with the uh, he it's the uh, the retired NASA. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking creepy ass story. Um, so much so to the point that the guy was like. No, I'm not selling my house because I'm not putting this on somebody else. You know, uh, somebody that's a complete skeptic. I just heard a story today where a woman contacted a solicitor in Ireland and she had to sell her house and her property and she wanted to sell it as fast. Like she needed to get rid of this house and rid of this property right now. And they were trying to explain to her, well, it's a process. It's going to take a few months. You know, we have to do this, this, and this. And she was, she was adamant. No, it has to go. It has to go as soon as possible. Right now. I have to get rid of this right now. And the reason she gave was because the fairy folk were on her land. And mm-hmm. she couldn't handle it. And she had to get away from them. Yeah. Um, hey, you want to know something funny? I actually read an article. So it actually has some precedence in the court system in the united states uh because there was a there was a case where um a gentleman or a couple sold their house to another couple and didn't tell them that it was haunted and they pretty much wanted to get back on the contract and the judge ruled that this you know that that can you know if there was some some kind of uh paranormal and they and you know so that's precedent now that our court system acknowledges paranormal activity and they said yeah you should have you know the person needs to at least know the history or what they're dealing with when they buy these properties so you can imagine now i don't know the details of that case but you can only imagine to convince uh you you know a judge in the united states that not only was it there it's sufficient enough reason for me to be able to back out of this contract there had to have been some crazy shit going on you know unless they got really really lucky and found a judge that believed in the paranormal and it didn't take too much to convince. Well, I, you know, and I agree with you, but think about it. If you're a judge, like you've got to, like, if there's not enough evidence in that case, you're going to look crazy in your profession. They'll just um, do whatever the fuck they want when they want. Yeah. Well, I agree. I, they do they hundred <laughs> percent do that. And, and most of them are Freemasons too. So uh, that's another thing I have a problem with. I think it's ludicrous that, uh, you know, a lot of, police officers are Freemasons. And then, you know, damn near, with damn near certainty, if you go to court, you're not only going to be prosecuted and judged by a Freemason, but probably even defended by one. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a, I think that's a, a big conflict of interest. Um, it would be better fall. just to learn the law and defend yourself. You're, you're absolutely correct. Yes. Um, God for chat GTP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's a that's probably when a good I say tool. personal responsibility. I mean, full personal responsibility. All aspects of your life. You don't have to partake in these things of the world. And I'm going to go a little bit Bible here. We shouldn't be living amongst the world anyway. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. It's not right for humans. It's not right for us. We shouldn't yeah. be living with all of this bullshit. Um, oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think there's a lot of shit we put up. I, I'm, I'm fucking fed up with taxes. That's 
that's killing me. I don't know if you've ever heard of Andy Frisella. I love to listen to Andy's podcast. Um, he's got a podcast called uh, Real AF with Andy Frisella. He's a uh, he's a self made, really uh, successful uh, millionaire who has uh, pretty much the same commonsensical beliefs that we do. Uh, you know, believes in moral character and, and you know uh, believes in people. You know better in themselves and, and not expecting other people to do it for them. Um, waking up and seeing what's going on around you. Um, but he, uh, he's, uh, he's talked about, um, the ta- like taxation is not theft. Taxation is legitimately extortion because you either mm-hmm. fucking pay it or go to jail. And if you look at the way that we are with taxes now, I mean, my your income's taxed. You take that money and buy something, you pay sales tax. If it's something big enough, you pay property tax on it every year. You go to sell it, the person buying it's going to have to pay taxes. And then if you make over $600 on the sale, you have to go back and have it taxed as income. Yep. And it's fucking ridiculous. And he, he's, he gave a quote or he gave a, an estimate on that show that uh, Americans pay out about 50% of the total income they'll make in their life in taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking irate. In a when country you... that was started from a riot against taxes. Over a 3% T tax. <laughs> yeah. Or commodity tax. And I know tax, it's whatever. the whole, you know, no taxation without representation, but do you honestly think any American is being represented represented in their government right now? No, no. No, no fuck no. Absolutely not. Fuck. No, we're sending it over to some fucking, uh, some fucking um, piece of shit in cargo pants, acting like he gives a fuck about his country. Um, yeah. And, you know. and not only that, on the tax subject, if I were to get a job here in Ireland, I pay taxes to the U.S. Why? If I were to become a Irish citizen. And get a oh, job here in Ireland. I pay taxes to the U.S. for the rest yeah. of my life. Well, that's fucking bullshit. What the fuck is that? Yeah, like they it's own not even you. there. Yeah, like the United States owns you. Like you're a piece of property. Yeah. Yep. Um, which lends some credence to the whole um, net worth of each human being when they're born and issued a social security number. You know. Yep. Um. I didn't know that though. I didn't know that, and you know, that you would have to pay taxes as an Irish citizen to the United States. That's some horse shit. Yep. Fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. Maddie, where'd it's you go? Huh? Oh, I was talking oh, to Maddie. Maddie. I was. I know Maddie <laughs> had some questions, but I don't know where he went. But um, yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous. Where, uh, and I agree with Andy Frazella. Taxation is definitely extortion. Um. Mm-hmm. I agree with completely ending the Fed and the uh, the all the three letter bullshit agencies that they have. Oh, just get rid of all of them. Go beyond just the three letter agencies. Think bigger. Oh yeah. Get rid of the entire system. Let the entire system fall because it's imploding on itself, anyways. Yeah. So let's just let that go to hell and to fall, and we'll just start fresh. Well, and I even agree with you on that to an extent because 
um, you can take people out of the system, but if you keep putting people into the system that can benefit from the system, they're going to continue to benefit from the system. That's just how it is. Uh, you the system is not broken. The yeah, system well, is not broken in any way, shape, or form. It was designed a certain way, and it has been molded and shaped and altered and tweaked to keep up with current times and modern affairs and, and all of those things. But it's not broken. It's doing yeah. exactly what it should, was supposed it, to be doing. Exactly what they want it to do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, the funny thing is you, you grew up here, so you know, you know, we go through school learning that we're in a democracy and how great democracy is. We're not, we're not a democracy. We weren't founded as a democracy. We were founded as a constitutional republic. Uh, democracy mm -hmm. in history has always led to communism. Um, yep. And so, and they teach us these, uh, uh, these grand ideas of, uh, or illusions of, how wonderful a democracy is and that we have one and that's not the case uh we, we do have one but it's not it's not what it was intended to be it was intended to be a constitutional republic you say the pledge of allegiance yeah. I, you know it's to the republic for which it stands not the democracy you know yep. uh and that and it's funny because you hear these politicians now say you know extremists like us who grow our own food they're calling us extremists now anybody that even gardens or own food um you know uh how about a woman that decides to or a threat to democracy the medical system how, i'm sorry say that again how about a woman that decides to birth outside of the medical system yeah that's something i definitely wanted to talk to you about uh <laughs> and, and i fucking think it's amazing I, like you you're a hero i think that's fucking awesome that you did you that know, at some point you have to you have to get to okay am i going to riot am i going to protest am i going to make a stink am i going to sit quietly am i going what what is it that i'm going to do with my life and for me and my husband we got to the point where we decided to just opt out anything Good that we're not agreeing with anything that we're not you know he has a driver's license he pays his car insurance we we're not completely opted out as far as I would like to be, but there are many things that we were able to go, you know what, we're not going to partake in this. And yeah. when I you. gave birth to my daughter, that was one thing. I never saw a doctor for, well, I'll go back. My first son was born in a hospital and it was the most horrendous, traumatizing, awful experience that I've ever gone through in my entire life. It was horrible to the point where I told my husband when we got married I don't want any more kids one is enough I'm not going through another hospital experience it's not happening yeah he then got to a point where he demanded a baby and then we had to figure all that out and with our first son together we did a midwife who was phenomenal and that was that was such a great experience. It was a really good stepping stone going from a horrible experience in the hospital to figuring out, okay, we can actually do this. But even with that experience, I was 42 weeks and three days or some shit. I was almost to the point where they legally would have had to put me in the hospital 
for an induction. Yeah. And my body was like, nope, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. <laughs> Good for you. So I was able to avoid that. Thank God. Uh, I was able to avoid that and have a really great experience. But it was like, if I didn't go into labor that night, that next day, I was going to the hospital. Yeah. And I went into labor at like 1 a.m. in the morning. So it worked out. And yeah. then with my daughter, we got here and we looked at we looked for a private midwife that was not a state midwife. But there are no private midwives in this part of Ireland. And the state midwives, because I have very minor scoliosis, would have made me go into the hospital. So even though it's like 14 degrees, it's barely even fucking there. But because technically I have it, I would have had to go to the hospital. And probably they could have, I'm sure, found a number of other things wrong with me, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so they, they make know, customers. They, also, huh? They like to make customers, not cures. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they keep you in a state of fear. They keep you in a state of, oh, your blood sugar's a little bit high right now. Oh, you're, this is going on right now. Oh, well, you're gaining too much weight. Oh, well, the baby's too big for your hips. So we're going to yeah. have to rip it out of your body because that's safer. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like the bullshit that they tell women to scare them into handing over their their birthright really is just mind-boggling to me yeah uh, so we decided to skip all of that and we free birthed my daughter and she was born on a day where we just so happened didn't have running water because they were working on the water mains <laughs> oh man and but i had a brand new fireplace because the landlord had to replace the fireplace so we had a brand new fireplace. It was the very first fire that we lit in the new fireplace. And her birth was like three hours. Wow. Whereas my son, who was born in the hospital, was 37 hours. Wow. Oh, wow. Huge difference. Yeah. yeah. Huge difference. Going from a place of being in absolute horrible state to being in a place of empowerment and I can do this and I'm built for this and I have my husband and my two boys and we're safe and nothing is going to go wrong and I have absolutely no fear because I've worked on everything within me to not be afraid of this experience that changed everything for me and it trickled all throughout my life well I'm you you are definitely a fucking hero for that that's awesome <laughs> um no, no seriously I, I i seriously mean i think it's awesome that you had a child and said no fuck the state they have no say so in my in my child's life um i think that's fucking awesome um I and would... neither of my two young ones have even seen a doctor or a nurse they've and my middle child will be five and my daughter will be three next month and they've never seen a doctor. They've never seen a nurse. They, I homeschool all three of my kids. Yeah. Like, Unless my kids have an injury, they don't go to the doctor. They don't have a doctor. They go to the urgent care if they have an injury. Um, you better break a bone or I'm yeah, not taking it. That's me. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's matter of fact, the only time I've had my son, we thought that he had broke his thumb. Um, yeah. and even that, I was I was like, well, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get it checked I could out. Pull on it and set it, and it'd be fine, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was three days. It was three days, and it worried me enough. It was swollen enough. It worried me enough. I was like, okay, I'm gonna take him get it checked. You know. Yeah. Um, and once again, we opted out of any further care once we. Yeah, he got a little brace on it and, and kept that for a couple of weeks. And matter of fact, it wasn't a week after that he uh he got a pick six in football and uh he literally had a cast on his hand and caught, you know, caught an interception and ran it for a, a game winning touchdown. So um he's uh he's a trooper. But yeah, we don't take him for regular doctor visits. I don't like the whole fucking uh vaccination schedules and all that bullshit we don't do that yeah. we don't play that around here um the vaccines was the thing that really started to wake me up to all the fuckery of the institutions be it government or medical or or the schools or whatever whatever one you want to say it was a deep dive into the vaccines that really i was like nope we're done i'm done i'm done yeah. Pulled my son out of school. Like I was I no. And and it wasn't I mean, I went really, really, really deep into the whole vaccine thing. I was doing daily intensive research for like five years. And between ingredients, really, really shoddy science and the politics? Nope. Yes. Yes, why do you need politics and something like that? Why why is that even a political? Why, uh, why do you have to mandate it? Why do you because, have to refuse children and education, which is supposed to be free and it's supposed to be available constitutionally for all of the citizens? But but they can't in some states if they don't have these things that you're not properly educating us on what they even are. It's fucking communism. You can't even and you can't even you can't even go back and file a lawsuit for uh for um uh injury or death Thank injury you, or death yeah yeah i mean uh yeah, yeah. fucking retarded that tells you right there and and um anthony fucky uh, uh he should be fucking executed in the streets in front of everybody for the fucking war crimes that he committed uh, trying to mandate you know what I, think we do? I think we should bring back tar and feathering <laughs> Drawn and quartered. Um, I mean, yeah. let's start with tar and feathering, and then we can draw and quarter. <laughs> you know, there's, there's steps. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I went straight medieval there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, I'm okay but, with two steps. Two steps is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, that's what they would do to us back in the day. Uh, if uh, just look at Guy Fawkes. Um, you know, he plotted to blow up parliament. Uh, they had him drawn and quartered, you know, displayed his, well, he hung himself first, but they did, they continually, uh, they went and continued on with his sentence, which was to have him drawn and quartered and display his body parts as a, yep. as a message. And I think that's exactly what we should do with them. And I, I've told a couple of times on here. To see somebody's body parts in that kind of a state, I mean, Really, is it necessary? That to them it was. Yeah. They thought that was that that was the fear. That's what you're talking about, the fear. 
uh, you know, they, they want to, and, and I agree with it to, to an extent, cause I think that's what we should do to them. Uh, and I've told it a couple of times. I call it the parable. Display it in their house. Don't display it in public. Display yeah. it in their house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have, I have told a couple of times, I'm sure you've probably heard of the parable of the fourth pig. Uh, you know, the, the wolf shows up at the fourth pig's house and his house was made of wolf skulls. It wasn't very sturdy, but it sent a good fucking message. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, but well, and like I said, they wouldn't hesitate in a um, martial law type of incident to do the same thing to us. Um, it's, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a pretty well-known fact now that Obama ordered uh, 30,000 guillotines. Um, I've even seen the models that they, they're pneumatic guillotines that he ordered and had them shipped here to America. They were being held on military bases and he was, he was doing martial law exercises. Uh, I mean, that's biblical shit. Um, yeah. you know, the beheadings and that's to show, you know, if you go against us, we'll behead you. You know, and I, to them, it's I so say funny. good fucking luck. When Obama was running in, in 08, my mom asked me because she, she's, she's made a habit of asking me in my opinion on things. So she asked That's good. Me I mean, she probably I respects saw. your opinion. She likes my opinion. Yeah. Um, she has the gift of prophecy and she knows that I have second sight and it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, so she asked me what I, what I saw. This was her words. What do you see with this election? Right. Yeah. And who was it that was running? Palin, who was the president for the Republican side? Against Obama's first term? I think it was McCain. Yeah. yeah. McCain. So I was like, I don't see anything with McCain. McCain's not getting in. If Clinton gets in, the country will be a dictatorship in absolutely no time. If Obama gets in, the U.S. will be a third world country. Yeah. And that's what I saw. That's, yeah. And kind of looking at the U.S. now, how much can you steal in California before it's a felony? 900 and something yeah i think you're right 900 and it's got to be 900 dollars or not 999 or something like that and i saw i thought it was great and and all these cities with these drugged out zombie people creature things and like yeah i don't know it's a shit show so lately like <laughs> yeah it's a shit show you're right yeah. yeah call it what it is it's a shit show uh I, th I saw something cool though one one of the california store owners was like what he did was he marked everything in the convenience store 9.99 now he obviously wouldn't charge them that when they brought it to the counter but if they stole something from his store it was over it was over the the limit so they would be charged uh oh, fuck it perfect I love the ingenuity of some people. I mean, there there are some people like, no, it's not fuck me, it's fuck you. I'm tired of this shit, you know. Um, let's go. You want to go toe to toe? Let's go. Yes, yes, agree, a hundred percent. I think it's awesome. The, it's awesome to see people still have a backbone. Well, one thing happened during the Obama administration, and I and I just want to highlight it. Not saying that it's a direct correlation, but the the numbers add up. Uh, look at the Bundy Ranch incident. Um, 
you know, the government was going to seize uh, Bundy's cattle for him, allowing them to drink out of a public or out of a what was now owned. Uh, it was now state owned or fed owned land. Uh, he had taken his cattle through there all, a lot before, from what I gather, um, and they were trying to stop it. And it was going to put a, a huge uh, burden on him the way that they were trying to do it. So they were going to so to, to punish him, they were going to seize his cattle. And within two days, he had, uh, I'm wanting to say somewhere upwards of what, like 1,500, 2,000 armed people show up to back him up. Um, and they backed the feds down. This was during the Obama administration. All right. Uh, I mean, armed, armed. These are fucking bad motherfuckers. If shit hit the fan, they were ready to fight the feds. So then this is where it gets crazy. From that point to the next three years, we see the largest spike in mass shootings that the that the country has seen pretty much ever now what does that tell you we're going to make these people hand over our, their guns because they they're obviously too strong with them they don't like it they don't like us having guns they don't like us having weapons and they want us it, they they learned with the spying uh the spying um their attempts at spying on us in our homes they learned that it's best if they just allow us to do it for them like facebook um you know who needs a program that spies on people when they're going to tell you where they're at and what they're eating every fucking 10 minutes? I would not officially make this suggestion to any <clears throat> law-abiding citizen, but there are... Uh, in Ireland, you cannot buy large quantities of hydrogen peroxide because it is flammable. But you can buy it by the gallon at Target. Yeah. same. I think it's the same here, if I'm not mistaken, JC. I don't know. You can, no, you can buy it by the gallon in the U.S. You cannot, yeah. but you get this tiny little bottle here. And that's because of the car bombs and the IRA in the 90s. Yeah. So not that I am suggesting to anybody to stock up on hydrogen peroxide, but there are many uh, substances that yeah. don't require a firearm, merely a flint or yeah. a lighter. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And a vessel. Um, I agree. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and I do recommend it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah. I don't want to get arrested by my government. So. Uh. <laughs> Well, they dumb, but they better bring the whole fucking squad. Uh, I'm taking two with me. Uh, you can take me, but I'm no, taking I, two with I me. I live close to Forgotten County. Nobody's coming here. Dublin stays in Dublin. They don't come here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, and you're not mentioning anything that most people don't, you know, that most people in our in our circles don't don't know. You're right. Um, there are a lot of ways you can do that. I would I, I would recommend people learn how to shoot bow. Um, Absolutely. You know, if you think, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's you know, first, you know, it's, it's, uh, not advised to take a bow to a gunfight, but then again, if they don't see you, uh, you know, learn, learn how to be stealthy, learn how to hunt. That's a, that's a fucking great thing. It's a good way yeah. to start out. Um, yeah. you know, uh, you can come after me, but what you don't know is you're probably being hunted long before you even get to my doorstep. Um, you know, that's really this training should should start when you are a small child and you should be trying you should attempt to sneak up on both your mother yeah. your father and your grandmother 
Our, it's funny you mentioned that. Our our kids make a game of it. Yeah, it's a fantastic skill to teach your children. Yeah, um, I one hundred percent agree. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, a lot of wisdom from you. I wasn't even. Ex- I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't think you were stupid, but you're. You are definitely, you've definitely surpassed our expectations. That's awesome. Um, and I, I love the, I love the, uh, the birthing, the the birthing out of the system. That's, that's awesome. I hope that, I hope that somebody hears this and takes your advice. Recently, uh, in County Clare, which is kind of more Southwest, uh, they've decided to outlaw home birth because one woman died recently in a home birth. Wow. Versus, I don't even know how many have died, lost their baby, been seriously injured, been deeply traumatized. I mean, the list goes on with the stuff that happens in a hospital. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, anybody know this woman? Uh, nobody that I know. Yeah. I mean, really, where's her friends? You know, let, let me talk to her friend. Let me, let me, let me hear, let me hear from her circle. Yeah. I, you know, uh, yeah. what we, we see that a lot. Here. What was going on? Yeah, you're right. We see that a lot here with the, with the shootings. Uh, like, okay. What was, what, what actually went on here? What was the, what was the circus? Oh, they, they got the gun illegally. Oh, okay. See, that's what kills me about these gun free zones. Like how fucking pointless, like you're just saying, here's a buffet. If you want, if you're a, all right, who, who is going to go legally buy a gun or, or, or say, let's say, let's pretend it's illegal. They get the gun illegally and they see this sign. No, no mass shooter or no, uh, nobody with homicide on their mind. Is gonna go up to that door, see that fucking no guns allowed sign, and be like, "Fuck, there goes my plan." No, you're no, keeping you're keeping law abiding citizens. Yeah, you're keeping law abiding citizens from having a, a means to defend themselves and others in a situation that could be grave. Mm-hmm. That's 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 all you're doing, and they know that. Yeah. They know that, um, you know, uh, and there, there've been many of instances in, in these shootings here where there have been law abiding gun owning citizens who didn't have a weapon because they weren't allowed to have a weapon in that, in that scenario that could have stopped uh, a bad event from happening. And what do they push for more restrictions? They push, and, no, you know, if something is really going to truly happen, some organic something that is disastrous or people die or whatever it's going to happen whether you have guns or not yeah well and who and, and even even if you had no guns no guns what's going to stop them from jumping in a car and mowing kids down at recess what's going to stop them from using blades and you can outlaw them but hell you can make them in the weekend of Thanksgiving, there was a stabbing on Thanksgiving Day at a school. At like I'm an glad you brought it up. School. And there, there was all these rumors of the the attacker was Algerian or 
Lebanese or what he was a foreigner anyway. Another foreigner stepped in, I think a Brazilian man, but another person who was also an immigrant also stepped in and hit the attacker with a motorcycle helmet. The attacker is currently in critical condition and if he dies, the guy that hit him with the motorcycle helmet is in prison. I mean, and that right there in a nutshell, that's what we deal with. That's what we're dealing with. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was hoping you'd bring that up that, um, uh, ahead of time. Cause I knew I'd forget it and I did. Um, uh, but I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I saw a lot about that. That's, that's been covered on a lot of shows here. Um, uh, John Burke covered it. Uh, Andy Frazella, if, if I'm not mistaken, I know, as a matter of fact, I know Andy Frazella covered it because he talked about Conor McGregor's uh, response to it, which I thought was fucking awesome. Mm. Um, Ireland said, fuck this. I, fuck this. We're tired of this. This is not, uh, that's not how shit's going to go down. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, kudos. They're, they're starting to wake up too. And, and Conor McGregor called him out and he called the media out. They're like, why are you calling this guy a gentleman? He fucking stabbed children, you know? Um, and who gives a fuck if that piece of shit dies? Like, I hope he does die. It's one of those things that is, is it's easy to see how they're playing it because the riots happened the day after the stabbing and there was a lot of damage done and there was, there was a lot of, businesses that were looted and broken into and burned and a bunch of cop cars got burned and a bunch of buses were was, there was like three buses that were burned or something like I mean you know it was yeah. it was pretty big damage for a country that generally minds its its manners for the most part um and the media and the the governments immediately immediately right-wing extremists they're all anti-immigration they're they're all extremists yeah specifically right-wing conservatives but if you actually listen to the people that were there they're going look we have a problem and whether or not you agree with the stance on the borders I can tell you living in a tiny little village in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, there are more Ukrainians here than Irish people. Yeah. They filled the hotels. Wow. They closed the hotels, which are the bread and butter of, of the economy in this area in order to take in refugees. And I'm all for a helping hand, but when you give those refugees so much money, a week or a month and free living of your money of your yeah. fucking money well it's it's not even it's, it doesn't even matter whose money it is that's not even the point you're giving them all these things the charity shops that are are like thrift stores but all their proceeds go to a charity yeah. are giving them free clothes as charity so you're you're taking money away from like cancer research or the blind organization or the 
the whatever old folks home like you're you're putting out a helping hand that's fantastic but they don't put anything back into the community they don't shop local yeah they don't eat at the restaurants they don't they they buy things online they ship them back to ukraine they are a menace in the grocery stores yeah like there's no etiquette there's no trying to learn what the environment is here there's been so many issues with people just leaving their kids babies like that might be a thing that you do in your country but that's not what we do here because guess what in 20 minutes the big ass storm is going to come in and it's going to be piss and rain and your kid's going to drown in that buggy like or blow away in the really high winds what are you doing yeah so it's there's so many aspects to it. There's so many factors to it. There is. Um, now, this is like, if you ask me now, I have, I am all for immigration if it's done legally. And, and that's a two-edged sword because when you say legally, now you're talking about by the uh, legal definition that this, that a government sets forth. So, which hmm. I don't, you know, don't totally agree with, but I do agree with, using government resources to do what we fucking pay them to do whether we want to pay them or not we're paying them to vet these people to make sure that we're not allowing criminals into our country that should be dealt with in their own country and uh not not saying that you know the you know the like these family a lot of like in mexico like the mexicans a lot of what's coming across the mexican border aren't mexicans um yeah outlaw can tell you, outlaw is uh is hispanic um we, it's not that's not what's happening what we're seeing is is folks coming in from all kinds of different countries uh a third of the children that have crossed the border are missing which are probably on a boat to epstein island some fucking where um uh or epstein island number two or whatever but uh we're allowing all these people to come in unvetted giving them money uh giving them rights they have more rights than we do and what's stopping their criminals from being criminals over here mm-hmm. that that i think that is one use that we have for the government that we're not fucking that's not even being utilized and like you said these people come in they don't support they don't support local businesses uh they don't, they have, don't any- have any interest in making the country better uh and and that's a problem if you're going somewhere well, it's this is speaking specifically as far as the ukrainian refugees go yeah they don't want to be here they want to go home yeah. they're here on holiday they're not here to live they're going to go home and a good portion of of them are higher class Ukrainian citizens who are renting out their higher class homes to lower class Ukrainian citizens and taking the free trip to another country. Not all of them. I'm not lumping the entire group into one one bag, but it is something that we're seeing. So they get a, a paid holiday in a different country for as long yeah. as they feel like yeah 
Yeah, I see exactly. I know. I see your frustration. That's. I mean, and you're right. The, the your fucking resources shouldn't be going to room and board somebody who has no interest in even staying in the country, let alone uh, con- contributing to the country they're staying in for any length of time. Um, I, I do. Cry. Um, said, and my my little creations and things. Um, it's it's so heartbreaking when you get a whole group of, of people of women with children come in and you know you make something like that that's just freaking adorable yeah but they're ukrainian and they don't speak english and they don't want to spend money because they don't want to buy stuff they just want to come in and do a circle or they come in and go oh how much is this and you say it's 25 euro oh, okay i give you 10 yeah no. we are not at the bazaar this is not <laughs> a negotiation. yeah you have no idea how much time and effort and blood and sweat and tears and stabbing of the fingers and the dealing with small children as they pull on the wrong part of my string on no <laughs> you can take your 10 euro and no <laughs> yeah yeah um don't bargain I, with a crafter, you dumbass. I, well, and not has nothing to do with Ukrainian folks specifically, uh, which I know you're, you know, you guys are actually seeing a problem. Um, yeah. But I have been, I have been from the start against fucking us funding Ukraine. We have spent, uh, we have spent enough money giving Ukraine here in here in here in the states. We have given enough money to Ukraine to eradicate our homelessness do you realize that enough to eradicate our homelessness except except that none of that money did anything that they told you that it was going to do of course not no fuck no it went over there and 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 either went and and Zelensky's fucking fake ass cargo pants and or and the rest of it gets fucking laundered uh through their that ukraine is literally a money laundering source for the united states politicians and they'll send it back they'll send a certain amount of it back to them it'll enrich the lives of those in control over in ukraine and they virtue signal and pretend they're out there on the front lines and they're just they're literally just sitting there like a fucking uh 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 fucking unicef commercial donate to us you know i have yeah stop fucking taking our money we don't get a say so in it. That's what pisses me off even more. It is taxation, taxation without representation. I didn't. I don't fucking want my tax money going to fucking Ukraine. I could care less about Ukraine. No offense. Yeah. Sorry about you folks. You fucking stand up, fight your own battle. I, they cut. Somebody comes here. I will fucking fight my battles here. Uh, I'm sorry that you you know you are living into that shit, but you have the choice to get out and go fucking enrich somewhere else. And like you said, they don't. They come there like it's a holiday and let uh lesser families live in their homes uh while they're gone and they're they're just they're all benefiting from it um it's and and not only that early on in the war and you have to look these up from alternate media sources because you're not going to see it on our media that putin had already busted up four of the uh four huge uh uh adolescent human trafficking rings really yeah yeah um huh. you well and just look at the double standard there jc you've got uh if you'll remember when when it first kicked off 
Uh, see, a lot of Ukraine, Ukraine has a large number of Nazis. Like they are legitimate, self-proclaimed Nazis who weren't even allowed to post shit on Facebook. Facebook lifts the ban. Why? Because they were helping Ukraine. Nazis. And we're, these liberals are like, yeah, they're okay right now because they're helping us. Like it goes against everything you talk about. It goes against every fucking... Fundamental differences on life itself, but that's okay because they're helpful yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yep. An enemy of an enemy is a friend, I guess. That's how they see it. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're opportunists. I mean, and 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 it really showed in, in things like that, but that was just, I'm not saying that excuses anything. I'm just saying that my money shouldn't fucking be going over here to these cocksuckers. Like I said, they've sent enough of our tax dollars over there to be laundered and go back into these politicians' pockets that it could have eradicated the homelessness in the United States. Yeah. That's a or problem. helped Maui. Yeah. Completely yeah. rebuilt Maui. Um, I'm not even going to get into my theories on Maui. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, I'll be There's deemed a, a far-right extremist. Uh, <laughs> which is funny because yeah, I, I, I love how they term a lot of us as far-right extremists, us who want less government. I'm like, like you guys over there, you guys have some far-right extremists. It, it's damn near non-existent here. I'm not saying it don't exist because it does. I mean, yeah. you kick over rocks and stones looking for snakes and crawdads, you will come up with some snakes and crawdads. You'll come up with racists. And, you know, you'll come up with, uh, you know, uh, uh, white nationalists or whatever, you know, whatever. I'm not saying it doesn't exist here. But the people that they're calling far-right extremists are just people who want less government and better fucking representation of their tax dollars. Or gardeners. They're calling people who are gardening their own food extremists now. Well, they've been doing that for a few years. That was pre-COVID. Yeah. They didn't make quite a big, as big of a stink as they have in more recent years. But yeah, that's been around for ten years. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. People like me that you know hand load our cartridges, hunt our food, uh, you know, mm -hmm. um, which I really went lax on this year. I just hadn't didn't have, I didn't have the time, but. Uh, you know, normally every year we take, we take deer. I've got deer meat, you know, uh, good clean meat that isn't, uh, that doesn't hold a magnet and doesn't have, uh, all kinds of parasites in it. But, uh, you know, they don't want us doing that. They don't want us having the knowledge. They don't want us having the skill set to do these things, uh, which is why they want to push us all in these little, uh, these, uh, super cities, uh, outlaw i think you guys in utah are, have have been having a big issue over that one of the 15 minute cities that they want to bring in yeah sir they're uh the governor's and trying to deny it but you know people are on him so well and that's the other issue here in utah is they're uh pretty much the politicians here completely sold out to the the un so there's a there's a lot of uh Dirty hands regarding the UN here. Yeah. Well, we talked about it last night. Look at you, two of your biggest, uh, uh, two of your biggest 
uh, opponents of uh, Trump, you know, and going into the prim- into the Republican primaries, you've got a, you've got, like we said, Vivek is a, um, is you know big World Economic Forum uh, supporter. You've got Nikki Haley who has worked with the UN, and I, I'm just gonna be honest with you, I have no fucking use for people who are gonna rub elbows with people who support the Great Reset and want to kill off a third of humanity or more. I have no use for government. So. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, <laughs> I, I just like to go down and explain on every level what I do not. Uh, but yes, I agree with you 100%. I have no fucking use for the government. I don't think anybody does. And I think until we get to the point that we don't have one, people aren't going to realize that. Um, yeah. But now people but in the city. People are afraid. People are afraid. If we don't have yeah. government, who's going to build the roads? But yeah. your tax dollars don't go into your roads anyways. Have you seen the state of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's really not how it works. You'd be better off just hiring a private company, banding together with your neighborhood, hire a private company, fix your shit yourself. Yeah. Or get some gravel and some tar and just figure it out. Yeah. Just do it uh, yourself. It's not that hard. Yeah, uh, you don't have, and now don't get me wrong. Like if um, if you had something like state assemblies, where you had two year term limits, you had no immediate family eligible for uh, for candidacy. Those are things that you in an in an ideal world, which you'll never have, uh, that are plausible means for a government to have a good Im- impact on the people, but it's not going to happen. It can't, and we've proven that historically. Um, you know, everywhere, uh, there's a central bank in every fucking country, run by the same elites uh, that live pretty much over near you. Um, you know, you've got, uh, you've got, um, it, it's, it's set up now for the in crowd, the people who are just like them. They will give you a handful of candidates who you you to give you the illusion of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, we we all fight and argue and divide over which one we're going to vote for now. Um, and God forbid if you don't have the same ideological values as I do, we can't be friends. Uh, what do you think? What do you think they would do if everybody in the country decided that they were? not going to participate in the vote any vote <laughs> oh have you heard i guess you i'm sure i guess you said you've listened to it i, I actually had a theory uh outlaw and i both talked about it a while back um if you remember called snuff the vote and i was like just if you really want to show them that you don't give I a do fuck about that. them uh fucking snuff the vote don't do it refuse to fucking go vote uh I do remember that because I remember yelling at my phone going, I've never voted in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. Think about it. If you could, if you could actually orchestrate that, which, you know, people are so, they, they cling to their ideological values and they really want to, yeah, they really want to believe that some of these politicians have their interest in heart. Uh, they don't. Um, so it, it, it's, and, and we're to the point of division now. Uh, through propaganda and fear, like you mentioned, uh, that we 
we cannot agree with our neighbor on anything. Uh, we're to the point now that if you and I agree on one aspect, then we're totally ideologically separate. There's no reason for us to to be friends or talk, and it's that, that's we we are corroding ourselves, just like they knew they know how to, to get us to do that. Uh, but I do I do have some faith because I do see a lot of people waking up. We have a lot of people on here that talk about a lot of the things that you've spoken about. Um, so I, I I don't think that there's no hope. As a matter of fact, I think there's more hope now than there ever was. And I think that that is scaring these, uh, the powers that be, because, and, and I th one reason I think that they have moved to advance their agendas, because they're seeing, especially like with the, the absolute rebellion against the vaccines, uh, they're, you know, they literally just sent out letters to folks that they kicked out of the military because they refused to get the vaccine and they refused to give them waivers that left the military they're sending them letters back saying hey you can come back you can you can have your rank back you can do this and that and i think they said like five people have come out of like 20 if i'm not mistaken somewhere between 13 and twenty thousand, and they've got just five let back the system fall. just let yeah. it fall let it fail just you're right opt out in every way that you possibly can stop participating in the bullshit mind your own learn skills that you actually need you can take responsibility for yourself and just let the system fall agreed just let it fall agreed words from the wise folks that's uh, <laughs> I, I seriously i i've i you've been a pleasure to have on jc yeah yes take responsibility <laughs> for yourself that's that's a good thing to have get Build a discipline system. Follow that mm -hmm. discipline system. Realize the self-worth that each each individual has and what you're capable of. And then you can work together with people to, to better them yeah. and have a lot of like-minded people come to the realization there's a lot more that we can do together than we can divided. And um, stuff is really not as hard as, as we make it out to be in our heads. No. Building furniture is really fucking easy. A little bit of trial and error. That's all you need. It, Learning a new can... skill set is really fucking easy. Just play with it. Go back to your roots and play. You're right. You call a plumber, it's a guy. It's a, it's a guy or a girl. It's somebody that has that skill set. They're no, no different than you. You can learn it. You need a mechanic, exactly. guess what? Guess what? That mechanic had to start learning it sometime at some point in time you need uh, you talk about somebody that can build arms uh firearms somebody's done it fish somebody's done it hunt somebody's done it you want to grow uh you want to you want to work on self-sustenance uh gardening uh raising raising meat it's been done find it if it can be done you as an individual can learn how to do it um yep and when people, and you're right, when people start taking responsibility and realize that a lot of the things that they rely on other people for, especially government, they realize real, real fast that not only, especially if they realize their own self-worth, that, that you, you don't need these third parties to accomplish the things that you need to get done. Um, 100%. It's been awesome having you on, JC. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, just about everything you said, I is I hundred percent agree with. I I can't think of one thing that I don't. Um, 
but thank you so much for coming on and supporting our show. Um, we appreciate it more than you realize. Um, well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. You're welcome. I, to, anytime. I was so excited to wear my shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> I was so stoked when it came in the mail. And then when I sent you guys the picture in the discord, my son was like photobombing me. But <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We a hundred percent appreciate it, JC. Thank you so much. Um, and, and we, we love the shit out of our discord family. Um, you guys make it, you, you make it for us. Oh, it's uh, so good. We need to, we need to get people to continue to share the show. We've got, you know, we could always use any, anybody that listens. You're welcome to join our discord. Uh, we're, we're soon to be on TikTok, um, which, uh, that, that'll be coming this week. Some of the clips will be coming this week after outline. I get together, uh, we'll soon be on rumble. Um, of course we're on every podcatcher you can get now. So, um, we, uh, we really appreciate the support and would love to have even more people join the discord. Uh, just thank you guys so much because it's, it's definitely grown a lot more than what we had, uh, what we had expected. So we're very proud of that. Outlaw, you got anything to close with man? No, sir. Just, uh, yeah. Start learning new skill sets and, uh, just have some common sense and, uh, yeah, and just expand your mind. Yeah, don't let the fucking government think for you. Uh, exactly. JC's, JC's a fucking awesome example of not needing a fucking helping hand. Um, that's that's wonderful. When people realize that they can do shit like that themselves and keep their children out of the fucking system, that's, I have a, an immense amount of respect for you for that. So uh, I hope that's a I hope that's an inf, uh, you know an influence for other people to do the same. But JC, thanks again so much for coming on. And if Is anybody there... ever has any questions for me, you can find me on Instagram at hallowed underscore Haven or in the discord. I am happy to respond to messages or. Absolutely. Or and outlaw next time. If we do this again, we can talk about flat earth. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. You guys are welcome. You guys are welcome to talk about flat earth on here anytime. Uh, so, yeah, I love it. I love it. No. Uh, and is there anything else you want to plug JC? Uh, you said you were on uh, Appalachian intelligence. You guys check that out. That'll be coming out this, this, uh, well tonight or tomorrow night, I'm sorry, Monday or Monday morning. That'll be coming out Monday night. Um, but this, this episode is coming out like a week later than, right. Yes. It is, so it is, but a lot, but there might be people who haven't heard it yet. So yeah. It'll already be out is my point. It'll already be yeah. out. So if you haven't heard it yet, then you should go check it out because there's some, some fun, weird experiences. And uh, my visit from, from Justin's shithead shadow friend, not friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think a few of us that fuck around with Justin have, have, uh, have had to deal with that. Um, we even, oh. yeah, we even had some, uh, we went through a phase where we had a lot of technical difficulties, uh, right around the same time. Uh, not, not saying that's what it was, but, uh, certainly, certainly is circumstantial at the least. So, but once again, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome to come back on anytime. You just let us know. Absolutely. So, Give me a couple of weeks to recover from all the late nights, but no doubt. No doubt. Thank you. You're, you're a trooper. Thank you. 
thank you and and you get some rest well guys if there's nothing else folks we will see you next tuesday this broadcast has been brought to you by the scum of the earth love us hate us share the show